This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul counted and won. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it, but Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amari Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this LaSalle student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside where Bob Long has the call. Good evening. Welcome to Arcadia University Philadelphia Catholic League Basketball live here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long, Joe Winning, Jason Bempa alongside, and the Explorers of LaSalle take on the Vikings of Archbishop Wood. Archbishop Wood, this is a home game for the Vikings as they had an issue in their gym, part of the wall coming down, so they are road warriors for we expect the rest of the regular season but boy Joe this feels like a home atmosphere doesn't it well yeah you 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 would think so based on locality but you know Archbishop Wood travels well I'm looking over here it looks like there must be some type of toga night or toga, Greek Roman night toga 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 yeah it's a, it's, it's a wild scene over here on the wood uh, on the wood sidelines so you know despite the locale I don't know that there's much of a home a uh, home court advantage here for the Explorers, especially since they're the road team. The starters for the LaSalle Explorers, they're dressed in their road blue uniforms with the gold numbers. It will be Alan Powell, the sophomore guard averaging five points a game. Jared Stukes, the senior guard at 11.1 points a game and the primary point guard for the Explorers. Conrad Kiska averaging 10.6 and had 15 last game against O'Hara. Zach Chrysler, at 11.7 points a game, the team's leading scorer. And then Sean Simon averaging 10.2 points per game. A little slower in Catholic League play, guys. Only 7.6 for number 33, Sean Simon, in Catholic League play. Well, what I'm really interested to see is the trio of scores for Wood and uh, Colin Gillespie, Matt Surdy, and Tyree Pickron. Both have all three averaging over 12 uh, points per game, putting all three in the top 30 and scoring in the Catholic League. It's going, to be one, it's going to be one heck of a challenge, but I'm really excited to see how the Explorers, especially the sophomore class, responds, Bob. Here's one for you. Number 15, Seth Pigney at 6'11", set to tip off against the 6'5", Conrad Kiska. And we're underway, an easy win for Pinkney. Matt Cerruti with the basketball, also on the floor, Keith Otto, Colin Gillespie, Tyree Pickron to join Seth Pinkney. Archbishop Wood in the home whites, Gillespie for three, top of the key. Stukes went underneath the ball screen, and Wood leads by three early. Yeah, Lissa has to watch out for the ball screens. They can't go over the top. They have to go underneath and try to chase Gillespie and try to get him off three-point line. Interesting to see LaSalle coming out in that man-to-man defense, Bob. Thought they might come out in a zone early on. Stukes has the basketball. Kiska gives a ball screen. Very physical. He gets the basketball and hands off for Sean Simon. To the baseline, Chrysler has it. Head fakes. Now feeds inside for Kiska. One-on-one against Tyree Pickron. Can't get it to go. Awkward-looking feed to the hole. Now Pickron has it. Up for Keith Otto. Skip pass to Saruti. Saruti 
Back for Pickron. Pickron pulls up in the lane and looks for help in the form of Colin Gillespie. Gillespie guarded by Jared Stukes. Gillespie with three already, the Villanova commit for next year. Otto gets by Simon, pulls up. No good from mid-range, and Stukes with the board. All the way down the floor is Stukes passed. Otto is blocked by Seth Pinckney. Gillespie the other way, even numbers, blows by Kiska. Can't get it over the front rim. Rebound corralled by Conrad Kiska. A pass well up the floor on the outlet. Stukes to the bucket, puts it up, and is fouled. Snuck to the left, a little Euro step got Keith Otto out of position, which drew the block, Joe. That was a great job by the Explorer defense, especially Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler getting back in transition defense to snuff out the layup attempt by Colin Gillespie. Tonight, transition D is going to be important for the Explorers, and Jared has to be aggressive going the other way, trying to get to the hole. And he hits the free throw. Jason, that's another important thing, hitting the free ones tonight. Joe mentioned before the game, you got to be close to perfect here tonight. Keep yourself in this basketball game. And free throws are a key. Jared Stukes makes both. 6.32 to play first quarter. Explorers trailing 3-2. Keith Otto runs the point. Off the ball is Colin Gillespie. I like to see LaSalle transition this 1-3-1, Bob. Corner three, Tyree Pickron, no good. Allen Powell gets the long rebound, and out come the Explorers. No numbers for Powell. Hesitation dribble, picks it up. Finds Chrysler, head fake, and is hit on the shot. One step inside the three-point line. The long arms of Seth Pinckney got him on the wrist. And now two foul shots upcoming for Zach Chrysler. Great ball movement that time by the Explorers. Heck of a head fake from Zach Chrysler to get the big man off his feet. Now gets it up. Now gets rewarded with a trip, a trip to the charity strike. One of the team's most proficient foul shooters misses the you first. Jinxed him, Bob. My apologies, Joe. Ball was in the air already. If that means yeah. anything to you, judging by the silence, I don't think it does. Second free throw, good from Zach Chrysler. We're tied at three. What do you think about the zone here, Jason? I think it's good, but Explorers still need to watch the three-point shot because if that gets away from them, then this game could get out of hand. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's a proficient three-point three point shooting team. Pickron has a look now. Instead drives to the hole. Puts it up. No good. An ugly shot off the side of the backboard. Good defense by Simon. Now here comes Kiska. Picks up the dribble. And double dribbles. Tough call there, Joe. Right in front of us. Looked like he might have been slapped down upon on the wrist. And, you know, I don't think that's a – I don't think he even put the ball on the floor. At the very least, the ball was poked away from him. Yeah, look, Tyree Pickron got his hands there to smack the ball away. So, if anything, the ball goes back. The just ball hits ball. the floor. I mean, it just – it's dropped or, or removed. Pickron, head fakes no and doubt. travels. No doubt. It's a point of emphasis this year. When you're screening out, you come and catch the ball on the move. you got to come to that stop before you go forward. And Pickron slid the feet. There is so much, I'm telling you, just early on in this game and having seen him play once already this year, there is so much about Tyree Pickron's game that reminds me of Miles Overton. It's like I'm looking in the past, Bob. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing when you're in the Catholic League. A lot of great talent in this league, and the past does seem to repeat itself. Right now we sit 3-3, 5-18 to play. LaSalle hanging tough early here against Archbishop Wood, number two in Max Preps in the PIAA. Perfect. This is a perfect pace for the Explorers. Low scoring. Keep it, keep it under control. Keep pace of play in your favor. Baseline three. No good from Zach Chrysler. All air. And now you hear it from the student, student section of Wood. Diving to the basket as Gillespie hits it. Used his body to shield the shot blocker. Now Kiska giving a wide open three. No good. Well short. 
Stukes with the rebound, dribbles out of trouble, nearly gives it up with the half-court stripe. No backcourt because there was change in possession. 4.38 to play. 5-3 Archbishop Wood. Colin Gillespie, a great on-ball defender. Blocked as Jared Stukes gets to the rim. He beat Otto, but here's the issue if you're well under six foot like Stukes is. You have all these guys sitting at six foot four, six foot five. That time it was Matt Cerruti who blocked it past the end line. Even though he's blocked, he has to continue to remain aggressive and put pressure on the bigs. Hopefully he'll get fouled next time. And guys, we talked about this pregame, but it, it's absolutely true. LaSalle's going to have to hit three-point shots if they're going to win this game. Archbishop Wood is 100% guarding against the drive, committing a second defender, and saying, go ahead, shoot it over us. Which makes it a whole lot more difficult when one of your best three-point shooters, if not your best three-point shooter, Matt Ball, is sitting on the bench with an ankle injury. Simon hits a long three on command, gives the Explorers a 6-5 lead. That was deep from the left wing. And a great screen by... Number 24, Zach Chrysler. He stayed in front and prevented the defender from getting to him. Now a three to answer is good. Keith Otto from the baseline for Archbishop Wood. Good ball movement from the Vikings. 8-6. Vikings lead over LaSalle live from Arcadia University. A home game for the Vikings. 3.34 to play. Chrysler has the basketball up near the logo. Pinckney out very far on Chrysler. He thought about taking him to the hole instead back for Simon a long three again this time from the right wing he has six early Explorers lead nine to eight yeah if Explorers playing to win this game Sean Simon he has to continue to knock down shots I mean that's exactly right Jason they have to hit threes mm -hmm. and Wood's going to have to change their defensive outlook if they continue to do so nice drive to the bucket the shimmy to the left and then the scoot to the bucket by number 20 Matt Cerruti 10-9 Wood Again, offensively, though, I really like the pace at which LaSalle is playing. They're willing to slow this thing down, even though it's a 10-9 score. Some points being put up in this one early behind Sean Simon, leading all scores, leading all scores for Explorers, and Wood with six. Zach Chrysler gives it away on the drive to the bucket. Kind of got ahead of himself. Thought he was going to maybe drive to the hoop. Saw the defender come. Kind of jump-stopped and threw it away. Was looking for Conrad Kiska, but yeah, that's a desperation pass. You can't leave your feet like that. Yeah. 2.42 to play first quarter. 10-9 lead for Archbishop Wood. Sarudi has the basketball guarded by Matt McMahon just into the game. Tipped out of bounds on the pass. No, not. Just thrown away from Sarudi. Colin Gillespie was the intended recipient, but the arm of Jared Stukes, while not touching the basketball, Joe, at least made it tougher to make a play on. Jared Stukes going to head to the bench now, checking back in. Alan Powell. And Alan Powell's play is going to be so critical tonight in the absence of the senior Matt, pa Matt Paulus. And, you know, coming off one of his tougher games against O'Hara, early on seems, uh, seems much more under control un and much more composed in this one. Yeah, and Jason, we'll get your comment on this after this possession, but that's an opportunity for Alan Powell, a big opportunity for this sophomore. Yeah, he's the third guard of the three, but since Paulus is out tonight, Allen's going to need to step up and make plays for the Explorers on offense and defense. Yeah, he looks very comfortable with the basketball right now as he weaves in and out of the defense and comes back to the logo. Under two minutes to play now. One-point deficit. Allen Powell is blocked by two defenders. So tough to get in there against this Wood defense. And McMahon, desperation foul as Gillespie got out on the break, grabbed him by the wrists, and it's going to be underneath the Wood basket for them to inbound. That's just the first-team foul against the Explorers. 10-9, they trail, 154 to play. 
Bob, you mentioned how important it's going to be making threes for the Explorers tonight. I think we're going to see a lot of Matt McMahon, who knocked down two big threes against O'Hara. Pinkney tried to throw it down. No good off the back iron. Jack Rothenberg into the game along with Sean Simon in there to get the corral. But, man, that could have lit this place up. And what a fantastic inbounds play to get that ball underneath. and A missed opportunity that time for Wood. Yeah, LaSalle hanging tough here in the first eight minutes. Playing their pace, playing their style, and contesting every pass. At the scorer's table in front of us is Jared Stukes. Now a five-second violation. As Powell didn't advance the basketball whatsoever, the referee on the other side of the court was Not counting off the one right in front of Not Alan Powell. That's what I'm getting at, I Joe. I hate that. That's what I'm I getting at. I hate that. Not your call, sir. Alan Powell's not looking over there. There's a referee right in front of him. And now do we get a technical foul against Joe Dempsey or just a warning? No, it looks like just, just a, a warning. warning. But I don't blame Joe Dempsey for getting no. on the referee. Set the tone early. That's a horrific call. Yeah, it's unfair to Allen. He was looking at the referee right near him, not the one across the court. Gillespie, good look for Saruti. Launches the three. Well short. Good box out from the Explorers. Both Chrysler and Stukes had a booty on a body. Led to the bounce to Allen Powell. But right on that pass that time, you see the power of Colin Gillespie standing on the right wing, getting all the way across to the left side. How much power he has to make that swing pass cross court. Stukes nearly lost the basketball. Wood arguing for a travel. I don't disagree. He went down to get it on a knee, popped up, and was able to get it to Simon. Explorers reset now with 45 to play. Double comes on Simon. Archbishop Wood in the matchup zone. Now they move more towards man, but they're switching liberally. Chrysler, baseline, no good from about 15 feet away. Pickron with the rebound, full head of steam. No number, so passes back for Colin Gillespie, who spins baseline against Stukes. Stukes riding him the whole way, nearly thrown away, and indeed so, Simon with the basketball and a foul called against Seth Pinckney as he crashes to the floor. LaSalle basketball, 21.1 to play. Great defense by Stukes. Gillespie tried to go baseline, tried to get the score, but Stukes made him throw a bad pass into the lane. And that's number 21, Carrington Wallace, who just checked into the game. So Pinckney off. The foul goes against number 21, Wallace. And with 21 seconds here for the Explorers, no rush. Take your time. Last shot. What a great way. What a great position to be in here to be able to take the lead at the end of the first quarter. Stukes walks across the timeline with 12 down to 11 and 10. Guarded by Andrew Funk, who just came into the game. They pass around to the top of the key. Four to shoot. Chrysler has it. Has to launch a long one. No. Kiska, he'll launch. Doesn't get it off. Didn't go home anyway. A really disjointed final possession for the Explorers. Not utilizing the clock well enough. And really a disjointed first quarter from the sophomore, Zach Chrysler. LaSalle's going to need to rely on their 6'8 sophomore to get it going if they're going to stay in this one. Yeah, hasn't been close from the long three he took and then from 15 feet away wasn't particularly close. But uh, very important for him to keep his head defensively. And, you know, he's got to get in on some rebounds. Again, the box out I think has been good, Jason. But as we move into this second eight-minute period, you're going to see Archbishop Wood come out with a wrinkle or two. They have so many tools, and it's going to be on the south to adjust to it. Yeah, definitely. Wood has a lot of weapons, and Chrysler is going to need to be big for the Explorers so they can match what Woods had. He has to give us something on the offensive end. He hasn't done much, but he has to continue to box out and try to grab some defensive boards. This portion of today's game brought to you by Hal and Hess O'Connell, our legal partners, and one of them sitting here at the scorer's table with us, Joe Winning. Thanks to them for their partnership, Michael Cassidy, 
And uh, 215-287-9292 is how you can get in touch with them for any legal consultation you may need. And that's C-U-P-Y-Y, 287-9292. I know you love that, Joe. Absolutely. Marketing at its best, baby. Yes, sir. Who said they're just lawyers? They wear many hats at Hall & Hess O'Connell. Our legal partners in Huntington Valley. And we're ready for the beginning of the second quarter. LaSalle will start with the basketball moving from right to left on your radio dial. They trail 10-9. Chrysler with the basketball. Guarded by Wallace on the left wing. McMahon back into the game. Interesting to see Matt McMahon, like we predicted, with Paulus out of this game. They need someone else that can step, step up and knock down a three. It might be tonight Matt McMahon's turn to, to fill that role. Stukes having trouble with the dribble. He wanted a carry. Colin Gillespie barking at the referee. Again, I don't disagree. Now Kiska gets it at the elbow, drives to the bucket, spins into a double team, puts it up and is blocked. Colin Gillespie, out he comes. McMahon fouls him again. And that seems to be McMahon's M.O. Twice now on a fast break, semi-quasi-fast break opportunity for Gillespie. Just grabs him. And that time from Conrad Kiska, Bob, I think he had the opportunity on the first go. He saw Carrington Wallace and Julius Phillips, 6'7 and 6'5 by his sides, pulled it down, and then ended up taking an off-balance shot. His best look was when he first took the drive to the hoop. I think that's a missed opportunity for LaSalle for a bucket underneath or a foul. Corner three, Pickron good. And they're cutting up the LaSalle zone by finding a base front line shooter. They've done that three times now, finding them wide open in the corner. Now inside, LaSalle goes to Chrysler, puts it up, blocked, out of bounds, last touched by number 21, Carrington Wallace. But really, LaSalle, Joe, and Jason, no prayer inside right now. Yeah, in the post, they're going to need something from Chrysler or Conrad. They're going to need something. Wood has big to match them, but we have gotten none inside so far today. Joe, I count four to five blocks. I know that's not what you're scoring over there. You got points, but they got to have four or five blocks already inside. And here we sit with 6.40 to play in the second quarter. And the most frustrating part about that, outside of the one, outside of the block on Jared Stukes' drive to the basket, I think the other four have come at the expense of Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler. Sure. You're two big men that have to step up against the size of the Vikings. They're going to go inside to Kiska again. He has some space, gets through the lane, not over the front rim. Good lefty hook, but couldn't scoop it over. Shots are going to have to fall if the Explorers have a chance tonight. Another three from the corner. Bang! Colin Gillespie. He has six. 16-9. Six quick ones on two threes for Wood. And a timeout called for head coach Joe Dempsey. 32nd timeout on the floor. 6.06 to play second quarter. Explorers trail by seven. Bob, never one to step on anyone's toes. Actually, that's the eighth point. For wow. Colin Gillespie. Uh, that's right, the nearing, dive to the bucket, yes. Near, the nearing double digit already with six minutes still to play here in the first half. And Joe, that's a good point because 13 games a season for Wood, 10 and 3, 13 double figure affairs for Colin Gillespie. Unbelievable. He's the real deal. I mean, I know I had some, some, some doubts and some, some, some hesitation, but they list him at 6 2. He looks a lot bigger than 6'2 out there on the court. Yeah, and he goes up and gets the basketball. Jason, a physical player. Uh, also, Gillespie has shown some touch from the outside tonight. Yeah, he's very consistent, scoring double figures in every game. He uses ball handling and strength to either get to the hole or shoot the three over defenders. LaSalle yet to score here in the, in the second quarter, Bob. This is a very important possession offensively for LaSalle. Got to get some of that momentum back because they now have their biggest deficit of seven in the game. Yeah, score right here is crucial. They don't want to see the game get away from 
6.03 to play. Allen Powell runs the point with Jared Stukes off the basketball. Now he gets it at the top of the key, gets past the defender, throws it up. No good. Zach Chrysler could not finish. Jumped maybe a little early. It tapped on the rim one extra time and stayed up. Gillespie has it now and feeds up top for Otto. Explores back into the man-to-man. Andrew Funk. Off for Phillips. Jumps up in the lane, puts it up. Good, deadened off the back iron and goes through the cylinder. 18-9, Simon to answer. Long three, no good, and nobody rebounding. I know you want to answer quick, and Simon's been hot, but that's quick. It's a little bit too quick for the Explorers, especially since they haven't been getting rebounds all game. Chrysler got a hand in there, at least altered the shot of Andrew Funk. Now it's turned over. Here comes the Explorers to the basket hard. Stukes high off the glass and good. Strong finish from the senior, but Joe, that just shows how difficult it's going to be to get it above the rim tonight in the lane. No doubt, but great for the Explorers to get a basket in transition. The first points here in the second quarter. Trim that lead back down to seven. Jared Stukes an easy foul calls. He chops across the wrists of Colin Gillespie. Boy, he just gets to the rim so easy. Jared Stukes is one of the best defenders in this league of other guards. And Gillespie just gets past him, bodies him up, spins in the lane. And Stukes has no choice but to foul. I've seen Gillespie play before, but I never knew he was this good from inside and out. (laughs) Well, you know what, Jason? That's probably true because depending upon when you saw him, boy, he has just improved so much this year. He's going to get up with a loose ball. Goes baseline now. Funk. He goes baseline to the other side, and it's a three for Keith Otto. Picture perfect offense by Archbishop Wood off a little bit of a scrum when Pickney couldn't handle the initial toss from the baseline. Five triples now for the Vikings here in the first half alone. 15 of their 21 coming from beyond the arc, Bob. A great atmosphere tonight. Stukes to answer from three, no good. And Wood's just given him that shot. And no bodies underneath for LaSalle that time. No opportunity for an offensive board. Gillespie with the blow by. The stutter step gets by Simon. And an easy finish at the rim with the left hand. 12-point lead for Archbishop Wood. And if LaSalle has a hope to make this game close again, they have to stop Gillespie and start getting some rebounds on the offense and defensive glass. One of the keys to the game that we were talking about before the game, Bob, was, you know, let Tyree Pickron, let Seth Pickney beat you. It can't be Colin Gillespie. Gillespie now with 10. He's the source of the, of the early deficit. Another block from Pinckney, but followed up by a foul. Simon, again, that's the right play. He drives baseline, goes hard at the rim, but you got 6'11 waiting for you at the cup. The first block came in. Kiska got the rebound, and he was fouled. Fourth team foul against Archbishop Wood. You love the persistency, though, from Conrad Kiska to stay with it off the initial block shot. Comes down with his own board, goes back up, gets fouled, earns his way to the line. Hits the first free throw. LaSalle now trails 23 to 12. It's a rocking atmosphere here tonight from Arcadia University. A home game for Archbishop Wood. Part of the wall came down at their facility on campus. So forced to play indefinitely on the road. And they're making this feel like home. LaSalle brought an army of students. It's Jersey night. But Archbishop Wood, they counter with Toganite. What do you think? Advantage Wood or LaSalle, Joe? I'll, Jason? St- I'll, I'll stick with the jerseys. Yeah, I'll stick with the jerseys. <laughs> Funk, top of the key three, well short. Rebound on the turf, and Simon comes up with it. No numbers for the Explorers, so Jared Stukes will pull up. Now stutters into the lane and is fouled by Keith Otto. 
He wants a hook, but that's a pretty clear, I thought, hand check. No, Joe, you think you see a hook? I, I, I didn't think it was the hook. I think it was the left arm extension that you know Otto was looking for the rest for. I sure. thought Jared Stukes created a little bit of space by using that arm to create a little bit of distance between him and Otto. Inbounded into the sideline, knocked out of bounds by number 20, Matt Cerruti. And now the Explorers have to throw this in still on the baseline, but right near the corner, a tougher inbound play. Sal being outscored 13 to 4 here in the second quarter. A crucial offensive possession to try to cut back, cut deeper uh, into this lead for the Vikings and get a little offensive momentum, which has been lacking here in the second stanza. Yeah, Jason, we're halfway through here. 320 to play. As Stoops gets to the bucket, puts it up, up and under, and is blocked by Seth Pickney. Again, let's call it seven for the night for Archbishop Wood. Yeah, the height from Wood seems to be a problem. It's really bothering the explorers, the guards, and the bigs tonight. They have to find something to it. I respect the commitment, though. And at some point, you, know, you never want to give up that aggressiveness as they go baseline. Another look for three. No good from Saruti. Pickron with the rebound. Poked away by Jared Stukes. The active hands up the floor. It's Kiska. Good catch. Puts it up and is fouled. An easy call for the referee. Wood doesn't like it, but got him up by the wrist. Kiska, though, starts to fade away as he gets to the rim. He did everything right before that point, Joe. Yeah, you're exactly right. Did great body positioning, but then felt the, heard the footsteps, felt the pressure, and almost turned a, a breakaway layup into a fadeaway jumper. Yep. Completely unnecessary. Go it, to the basket. It's only sad because we've seen him dunk that before. That's true. He can get up and flush it, but you're seeing now that's what the rim protectors of Archbishop Wood can do to your confidence if you're a LaSalle. It's, it's very, very impressive what they have. Oh, Bob, I'm not saying I'd do anything differently. I, I, it's easy for me to sit here from the, from the uh, scores table and make that statement. You know what, Joe? You, there's a track coming around here, right? An indoor track up top. If you tried to go up and lay that ball, your ball would be up there. <laughs> That's fair. One for two for Conrad Kiska. I'm just kidding, my friend. I know you could ball back in the day, and you know what? If we got you playing one-on-one, you could still throw a few up these days. I know you could. Now Saruti to the bucket. Too easy. Got by the defense of the Explorers. A little lost in communication. And two quick ones for Saruti. It's 25-14. to 14. Look like a defensive lineup out here for LaSalle, but they still need to focus on offense and try to get a bucket here. Simon to the bucket. Good finger roll. To the bucket, got in between two defenders, and it was the jump stop that got him where he needed to go. Pickron for three. No good, a little quick from him, and now a foul will stay here. We'll go against one of the Explorers, and it'll be Conrad Kiska. And, boy, that's a challenge trying to fight off Seth Pinckney for an offensive rebound. And for the first time in this game, Jason, I don't know if you agree, first time in this game it was, it was Archbishop Wood really taking an ill-advised shot as Tyree Pickron firing one up basically just he came across half court yeah all night they begin the shots they wanted that one was a little rushed because Tyree hasn't gotten anything going tonight so he's trying to rush but tonight they're making everything they wanted yeah Warren Tyree Warrior reminds me of Miles Overton yes sir <laughs> now Sir Rudy a drive good finish with some English off the glass blew right by the LaSalle defenders and Joe that's what they have to do because they're knocking down so many threes and that's why if you're the Explorers you need to hit some threes you know, the defense has to respect that, and Saruti show him a little blow-by. Well, make no doubt about it. That's why we've seen so much of Matt McMahon early on in this game. Now Sean Simon back on the court. He's got two threes to his name in this one. Make no doubt about it. They have to respect 
that three-point shot if they're going to get LaSalle's ever going to be able to get to the basket and score. And Jason, Colin Gillespie caught in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Stukes tried to get by him. Unfortunately, a little trip up from behind if you're Gillespie. Not what you wanted, but now that's the seventh team foul in Archbishop Wooden for the Explorers. The front end of a one-and-one. Yeah, it's a good thing now the Explorers are in one-on-one, but Whoa. it's been crucial for them to knock down free throws. In and out, no good. Games won and lost at the front end. In this case, you got to keep yourself in it. Missed that front end. And interesting to see LaSalle not having any bodies on the free throw line on the front end of the one-on-one. Gillespie through the defense, past three defenders. English off the glass. The scoop and score. Phenomenal from the senior. A minute eight to play, 29-16, Archbishop Wood. Knew he was a great shooter. Heard about his ability to defend on ball, but tonight, really, I'm seeing. I've seen him play already two times last year, once this year. Seeing this year, his ability to score in, the, in transition, get to the basket, so impressive. Alan Powell tried to scoop it. Pinkney says no way. Out comes Funk. Pass the defense and good. 31 to 16. Jason, the last two minutes have been really important, and Wood has won the last two minutes of this first half. Exactly, Bob. When you guys were talking about Gillespie, maybe an early candidate for MVP of the Catholic League. He's been playing great. He's consistent tonight, scoring, playing good defense, scoring against out and out. It's going to be a pretty rough one for the Explorers tonight. Sorry. Bob, what's scary is when when Archbishop Wood gets going, they get going in a big way. 63-34, their win over Ryan. 62-44, their win over Bonner. 92-61, their most recent win over Conwell League. So when Archbishop Wood gets going... They do it in a big way. Now uh, the 15-point lead. 18 seconds to play. Yes, they're averaging 73 points in Philadelphia Catholic League play. Stukes. Boy, he thought about that shot, but thought he would get blocked again. Now with seven to shoot. Simon, extra look to the baseline. Chrysler, three, in and out. Kiske gets the rebound, fires it up. No good. Thought he was fouled, but threw it above the backboard. It hit the bar that holds the basket hanging from the ceiling. So with .4 to play, Brett Malley is going to check into the game and replace Sean Simon to avoid a possible foul on him. They're going to put one extra second on the clock. Now 1.4 to play. Generous. Time for a catch, dribble, and shot. Wood spreads the floor. They lead by 15. LaSalle come up empty on their last two possessions. Sarudi fires a long one at the buzzer. No good. And after 16 minutes of play, it's LaSalle, 16, trailing Archbishop Wood, who has 31, a 15-point deficit as Wood turned it on in the second quarter. Joe, is that 21 points Bob for the to Vikings? to the tune of 21 to 7 for the Vikings. 10-9 at the end of the first quarter, 31-16 at the end of the first half. Unbelievable. Bob Long, Joe winning, Jason Bampa alongside. We'll come back for the Hall and Hess O'Connell halftime show here on BLS. And this game brought to you by both our sponsors, Dunphy Ford, Hallen Hess, O'Connell. We'll be back on the other side. We'll take you through the rest of Catholic League play tonight. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. 
Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabal as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. This is the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show here on BLS, and I just got done telling Joe Winning, boy, that is absolutely brutal. And what I'm talking about when I say this brutality, Bonner Prendy in the middle of a spectacular and a special season, 12-2, and two, one loss in the Catholic League, going up against Lynn Greer III in Roman Catholic, also at 4-1. They have a one-point lead at home with 18 seconds left. 
Roman comes down and gets the win by one, 54 to 53. They pull into, for the moment, sole possession of second place by a half game over the likes of Archbishop Wood. Boy, that is just, oh, you feel for those kids at Bonner Prendy. Especially after having the opportunity to watch them play this year. It's a tough group of kids. Led, it's a senior-driven uh, senior driven team. And, and to hear that outcome and with, with an opportunity to get such a huge win at home in front of your home crowd, what that could have done to sp- springboard their season. But, Bob, if, uh, if things don't change here at Arcadia University, that sole possession of second place is going to be short-lived for Roman. Hey, I hear you, man. That's why I say half game, man. Tell you these 8:30 starts, uh, prime time right. here. Friday night, man. It's usually my bedtime. Prime time, man. You got to be part That's of. That's it. Thanks for being here, Joe. Oh, where else would you? Be, where else would you rather be? I don't know. Last man. time I was here, we had LaSalle Roman on Martin Luther King Day. This, yep. this last season. This time last year or week January, or two last yep. year. January 2016. Now we're into 2017. We got a three-man crew, yeah. and uh, we got what could end up being, you know, a similar game. LaSalle trailed by. I'm trying to remember. I know it was about eight, eight or nine at half. They're trailing by 15 now this year, but they have a track record of coming back and making these games interesting at Arcadia. Let's see what they got in store for the second half, Bob. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Full, full house here tonight, Jason. Last year, it was a close game. Towards the end, they took it to overtime with Isaiah Jones' bank shot. There you go. That's right. And they lost on the last possession, but it was a pretty good game. Yeah, a, uh, a tough one that night for the Explorers. They trail right now, 31-16. to 16. We continue to take you around the Philadelphia Catholic League and Archbishop Ryan a winner over Father Judge on the road 48-36 it's a Ryan team you know we weren't sure what we were going to see out of them a loss early to Archbishop Wood we were starting to question but now they're back in form only lost a couple of games this year and will absolutely compete near the top of the Catholic League about the talent in Philadelphia generally is just out of this world this, this year and you look around, it's so balanced. I'll give you an opportunity now just, just to speak a little bit to that point. Yeah, sure, without a doubt. I mean, the, the talent in this Catholic league at the top, Newman Garetti, right? Quad A Green going to the McDonald's All-American game along with Lonnie Walker out of Reading and, uh, and Mo Bamba from Westtown School. Now, obviously, two of those schools not in the Catholic league, but Philadelphia area, all of them. And this is one of the most top-heavy classes in Philadelphia since I've started following the game. And, 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 Back you know, to the Kyle Lowry days of Cardinal right, Dockery, Cardinal some of those Dockery, kids sure. that were coming out. That Shane Clark came from Cardinal Dockery. Bilal Ben. Bilal Ben, yep. Absolutely. And now, you know, don't, don't forget about Deshaun White now. Sure. You know, yep. three different schools in a year and a half. Beautiful thing. Beautiful <laughs> thing for my boy Deshaun, including the University of Delaware where we frequented once or twice. Um, but, you know, the, the scary part is – once you get beyond the top two, once you get outside of Newman and Wood, the opportunities are there. Now, unfortunately for the Explorers, they catch those two teams in one weekend. On the road. On the road. Well, yeah. Whatever this kinda. is. Whatever this is. Yeah. yeah. Walls falling. Whatever. Um, but, you know, that is, that is such a challenge in and of itself. But for head coach Joe Dempsey, you know, I think Jason made a great point. If you can split this weekend, it's huge. But if not, there's so much season left. Yes. And you just got to stay in the top ten. You never know what can happen once you're dancing. 
That's exactly right, because you look forward. A game against McDevitt on Friday night, you want to take nothing away from the Lancers, but you think that's a winnable game for you, a team that hasn't won yet in the Catholic League. And then Lynn Greer III and the Roman Catholic Kaolites come into LaSalle next Sunday. And, boy, that's a huge game, the biggest game in that gym this year. You could be looking at three, you know, three and five, maybe four and four, like we said, if Jason is correct and they can split. And all of a sudden, that game is huge for seeding implications. I mean, think about really what you're looking at with Roma, Jason. I mean, you lose Tony Carr, ah. Nazir Bostic, Lamar Stevens, and your head coach, Chris McNesby. You know, they're ripe for an upset, and it could be the Explorers that do it. Yeah. Uh, with Daquan Davis and Lynn Greer, those are the two guards that they usually play this season. They have a pretty good team, but like you said, they couldn't be upset. They're not the team that they were last year. It's still a chance for Explorers to win some important games coming up. Final minute here before we get back to play. This has been the Hall and Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on BLS. And we'll be right back for the beginning of the second half. The attorneys at Hall and Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Welcome back to Arcadia University, beginning of the second half. LaSalle trailing 31-16. to Archbishop Wood will start with the basketball. Bob Long, Joe winning. Jason Bempa alongside a three-man crew right here courtside at the scorer's table. Phenomenal atmosphere, a great seat in the house for us guys and excited for this second half. Unusual to say it with just two. Sarudi for three off the ball screen. The off-ball movement got him the open look from the top of the key, and he nailed it. 18-point lead for Wood. Just not the start you want to have to the second half of the Explorers. King up early threes. Just getting ready to say how important it's going to be for the Explorers to start fast, but it looks like Wood starting off just where they left off in that second quarter with an early three from their senior, Matt Sarudi. Now here's the tough part, guys. You know, you, you want to get the shots. You want take your time as going up is that Chrysler blocked by Pinkney. Gets the ball back. Simon lines up a three. That one's long. Chrysler, a good strong board, goes baseline and resets. With Jared now with two offensive rebounds on this possession. Got to turn it into points. Baseline three, good. Allen Powell, good luck from Conrad Kiska, who came and got the ball as Tyree Pickron went for the steal. And that's a heady play from the sophomore. If he doesn't come to that best ball, it's going the other way. Good look to the baseline. Now a miss from number five, Keith Otto. Another look from the baseline. Powell, three, good. The sophomore's feeling it, Bob. All of a sudden, a 12-point deficit. Yeah, good energy from the Explorers. Other than letting up their early three, they're doing a really good job on defense, and they're playing with a lot of energy. Powell got a hand on the basketball. Pickron got it back. Rudy looks back to Pickron, foot on the line, no good from three. And that foot was on the college line, so it would have been a three. Now a longer three from Gillespie. Why not? It's Nothing worth, but that. They have to get the first rebound. The Bigs have to get the first rebound. Woo. They did what they had to do in defense, but the Bigs didn't finish with the rebound. No concern about which line Gillespie was standing on. A good two to three feet behind. Now knocked out of bounds. Last touched by number one, Colin Gillespie. Got on the floor. Doing it at all ends of the floor, guys. 
And right now Archbishop Wood leading by 15, 6.04 to play third quarter. Colin Gillespie, big time tough. You talk about what an interesting ride he's taken to get himself now in a position to be going to Villanova with a scholarship. This summer really limited to Division II offers. The interest started peaking in the fall and at the very beginning of the year and sums up with, a, with an offer from head coach Shea Wright. What a ride. Baseline three, well short from Sean Simon. That's the look there getting at this point. Gillespie to the bucket, thought he was fouled. Maybe Joe thinks a push-off, maybe a grab first. Nothing called, and Gillespie scores at the bucket. Mm -hmm. Gillespie's proved to be a problem tonight. He can really do it all inside and out. Simon, great use of the pivot foot, gets to the bucket, gets Pinkney in the air, and then slides baseline and puts it off the glass and in. Timeout on the floor. 30-second timeout for Joe Dempsey and the Explorers, 39-24 Wood. Bob, can you give me those numbers about Colin Gillespie with, it, with scoring in the high 20s? Yes, I can. 28 points, a tie for a team high with Tyree Pickron. He scored 28 against Archbishop Carroll. 27 points against Father Judge and Scranton Prep. 25 points against Abington and our Savior Lutheran out of the Bronx. Five games at 25 or more points. A scary thought right now. He's already got, he's already got 17 points here with five minutes, 31 seconds left to play in the third quarter. This coming off a loss to O'Hara, or a win over O'Hara, where LaSalle still allowed uh, Jalen Peebles to set a school record with 40 points. Colin Gillespie making some serious, serious noise here early in the second half uh, with five points in the first two and a half minutes. And Gillespie's probably out there thinking, okay, like let's keep this somewhat of a game so I can keep trying to rack up these totals and they don't plot me on the bench. Right now, Archbishop Wood has the basketball off the sweet look inside from Sean Simon. And now up the floor, it's nearly thrown away, and indeed so. Pickron can't dunk it home. It was a good feed from Colin Gillespie. Out the other way comes the LaSalle Explorers. No numbers, so they pull up. Stukes to Kiska. Was leaning back, so didn't take the three. Now Stukes has it. Drives against Pinckney. Looks back for Rothenberg. Extra pass. Chrysler, three, well long. Kiska gets the rebound on the baseline. Thrown away from Kiska inside to Jared Stukes and an easy foul as he bumps Pickron in the backcourt. But, boy, Joe, a telegraph pass across the lane there by Conrad Kiska. Well, we talked about Pinckney early on in this game and the impact that he has. And th three different times on that last possession, the Explorers got to the basket, but recognizing that the six foot eleven junior was lurking just behind, making really inadvertent, not smart passes and costing themselves here as a turnover going the other way. Early on, Pinckney getting looks from Temple and UMass. Those offers are going to start pouring in. I don't care if you can't score it all. Pickron to the bucket off the screen from Pinckney. Up and under, got hit. And he's going to go to the line for one more. Brett Warner and Sean Simon arguing with another over defensive alignments. Warner into the game for the first time tonight. Joe, Jason, uh, I'll start with you, Jason. I thought we'd see a little bit more of Brett Warner tonight, yeah. uh, given the absence of Matt Paulus. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't use him as much, but here he is in the third quarter. The Spurs are struggling with Conrad and Zach not be able to get a bunch of rebounds. Maybe the insertion of Brett Warner will give him some energy. And Jason, a huge moment in this game. LaSalle now trails by 18, 441 to play off the three-point play from Pickron. If the comeback is going to start, it has to start now, and it has to start for one on the defensive end. 
yeah, Wood is getting everything they want right now. The Spurs have to make sure they don't get in the lane, but at the same time, make sure they don't give up wide-open threes to them. So it's going to be hard, but it's doable. Stukes continues to attack the rim, doesn't go up that time. They skip back for Alan Powell, who has it at the logo, guarded by Tyree Pickron. Gets by Pickron. Now looks inside for Brett Warner, wide open. Up and off the glass and in, but boy, Pinkney was lurking. He was behind the play, but he just was a little late. But Bob, that makes the point for you. I mean, at least he was able to get the shot up and off, not blocked. Exactly. Interesting to see why he's been sitting on the bench so long tonight. Yeah. And there's Werner with a big block. They can't get the basketball, though. Gillespie loses it. Oh, and called for a charge. That's a horrible, horrible call, if you ask me. Humbly speaking, of course, Joe. Bob, how was that? Was that a good call, Bob? Boy, oh boy. I mean, Gillespie called for the foul. He didn't even have the basketball. Inadvertent contact. The player for LaSalle was in the restricted area. It's a no call. Ball's out of bounds. Move on. Bob, you really don't like the refs, man. You're too tough <laughs> on those guys. Sorry about that. They're trying their best out there. Werner on the baseline. Good cut from Simon. Puts it up. Hangs on the rim and goes down. Good ball movement. And already Brett Werner having an impact on this game, guys. And the impact that was necessary, the sound needed a spark. It might just be that junior, uh, Brett Werner. Andrew Funk for three, no good. Great box out, and the Explorers are going to get it. Werner hanging on to the much bigger Carrington Wallace mm. and is able to tip it free for the Explorers. Yeah, with the insertion of Brett Werner, the Explorers have gotten energy, and maybe he's going to earn himself some minutes here. Oh, Stukes, how about that finish? Oh, good move by Stukes. Scoots through the lane, puts it off the glass. It hangs on the outside of that rim and goes down. 12-point deficit for the Explorers. Double comes from Powell, kicked out of bounds. And Colin Gillespie, he's right. He's talking to number 21, Carrington Wallace, saying, hey, where's the talk? Where's the chatter? Got to let me know that double team's coming, but also a lazy spin from Gillespie as well. I like this substitution now, going bigger for La for LaSalle. You now have Conrad Kiska at 6'6". You got Brett Warner at 6'5", and Jack Rothenberg at 6'4". Gillespie spins. Can't get it over the front rim. Gets his own rebound. No good. And up and good on the rebound from Wallace. Timeout, John Mosco and Archbishop Wood. LaSalle an opportunity there, Jason. That would have been a huge stop there. They had opportunities. Two offensive rebounds for Wood. A near steal from Powell. And, and they escape with two on that possession. are feeling a lot better about themselves now. Yeah, I guess that's been the story of the game. Every time LaSalle has a chance to get back in the game, they make the defensive stop, but they just can't grab the rebound. 2.36 to play, third quarter. LaSalle trailing 44-30, but Joe, they're threatening. And I tell you what, Brett Warner, hopefully I'm not overstating for the listeners here tonight. The game immediately changed, Joe. Am I right when Brett Werner came into this game? There's absolutely no doubt about it. The energy he brought coming off the bench, uh, you could feel it. But it looks like the coach decided to now bring the original starting five back onto the court, which means uh, Brett Werner heading back to the bench. A little bit of a surprising move coming down the break. Yeah, I don't know if it's a long rest on the bench for Brett Werner, but we'll have to see. Could just be an opportunity for assistant coach Bernie Fitz just to give him uh, a little bit of insight offensively, maybe out of position. Must be some reason he's not on, in, on the court right now. Powell got into trouble, just floated it out towards the center. Luckily, Kiska is there, and now Powell gets it back much more comfortably on the right wing. Up top for Stukes, guarded by Gillespie. Hesitation dribble. Gillespie not fooled at all, and now chucked out of bounds. Zach Chrysler wasn't looking for the pass. A fireball came on the baseline from Jared Stukes. 
Chrysler coming off one of his best games of the season last time out with, uh, with 19 points. But early on in this one, excuse me, early on, or not early on this one, throughout this one, really struggling. Only one point so far tonight from their six foot eight sophomore center. Sarudi looks baseline. Funk had the three, gave it up. Now Pickron, the head fake, by Powell to the basket, thought he was hit, no call. Underhanded scoop off the glass and good, 46-30. Too big, too strong for Powell. They have to get a bigger defender on Pickron. Good look inside, but blocked by Colin Gillespie. The big 6'8", Zach Chrysler, taken away by Gillespie. Good look to the baseline. Funk off the glass, goes underneath the basket to avoid the shot blocker. Phenomenal on both ends of the floor from Colin Gillespie. Now an emphatic block, but a foul called on body contact for Andrew Funk on the drive from Jared Stooks. Archbishop Wood not happy, thinking that Jared Stooks just kind of ran into him. But he'll go to the line to shoot two. Bob, I'm not sure what the record is for block team, total block mm -hmm. shots in a game, but I, I don't recall ever being in a game seeing this many. I got 12 or 13. What do you You're think? You're right on it. You're right on it. It has to be somewhere in that vicinity. We're definitely in double digits. And not sure of the record, but I'm pretty sure that Wood probably broke it because I haven't seen too many games where a team has gotten this many blocks. It's phenomenal defense from Archbishop Wood and just the sheer size. And, and you also give credit to LaSalle. It sounds a little backwards, but their commitment to going inside because it has created outside looks. You can't just give that up and pass around the perimeter. Well, so they've been is, fearless this tonight. This is just a stark reminder of how much LaSalle really relies upon Matt Paulus if they're going to generate shooting from the outside. Now tripped up from behind, number 30, Julius Phillips by Jared Stukes. That's LaSalle's third team foul here in the second half. 48-32, a minute 11 to play in the third. And Wood will get the basketball underneath their attacking basket. Sal's had, a, excuse me, Woods had a lot of success scoring off their inbounds plays underneath their basket in this game tonight. Phillips picks up his dribble. Safety valve is Colin Gillespie, guarded by Matt McMahon. Wood likes this matchup. Gillespie by him, pulled away by Stukes. A foul called on the drive. Tough call from where we sit here at courtside. And that was a matchup. If you're Archbishop Wood, that's a matchup you love. Colin Gillespie on the sophomore, Matt McMahon, looking to capitalize on it. And what looked to me like, you know, clean. a pretty clean swipe by the senior, Jared Stukes. 58.4 to play, 48-32. Gillespie off the screen. Head fakes on the baseline, steps back for three. Why not? Oh, baby. Woo. Wow. Faked out Conrad Kiska right out of his shorts. A phenomenal move. And, and the an streamers even. are flying behind us, Joe, in the Make, Archbishop Wood student section. Making an even 20 on the night for the senior Colin Gillespie, Bob. Boy, I tell you. Now you you don't want to get too fired up there on the air, but real knows real. And I'm not real, but that was real on the baseline. And a scary thought, Bob. Now you have Jared Stooks, your senior. Four personal fouls. He's going to be sitting for the foreseeable. Yeah, Gillespie's the real deal. Now after the foul, inbound on the baseline. Simon, he's been fearless tonight. I've liked what I've seen out of him. Now Alan Powell has it out near the logo. A 19-point lead for Archbishop Wood. 23 seconds to play, but this game thus far highlighted by the step-back look from Colin Gillespie. Nothing but nylon from the baseline. Who are now, we to question Jay Wright? Now turned over. Pickron, watch out for this one. Oh, baby! 
Right-handed flush. Now McMahon has it on the baseline, saves it, throws it into the backcourt, chance for one more look. No. Run down by Sean Thompson. They don't get that last look, but Tyree Pickron up ahead of the defense, threw it down, took the rim as prisoner, and it's a 21-point lead for Archbishop Wood. We'll take a break and come back for the beginning of the fourth quarter. This is LaSalle College High School basketball on Bob Long Sports, and Archbishop Wood padded their lead. It was down to 12 in the final three minutes of the quarter, but now we Wood, uh, they lead by 21 points. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back, beginning of the fourth quarter. LaSalle College High School basketball on Bob Long Sports, and the third quarter punctuated with a step-back three from Colin Gillespie, and then a throwdown from Tyree Pickron. Wood has the basketball moving from right to left. LaSalle needs to get stops and need to get it uh, very quickly here. Cerruti through the lane, looks for Funk, along three, short. Rebound inside to Phillips, up and good with the right hand from three feet away. Sorry, Bob. If the step back three was the punctuation, let me tell you something. That slam was the exclamation point. <laughs> That's how you end a quarter, baby. I like that, Joe. The vocabulary always suited you well. Now baseline three. Kiska, no good. Saruti with the rebound. Up comes Phillips. No good. Tried to go for the underhanded scoop. Didn't need it. And now a foul is called against Conrad Kiska. Kiska, I don't think has been happy with uh, a call that has been made against him tonight, but got over top there on the baseline as he went for the loose ball. Yeah, and a missed opportunity for Wood Julius Phillips with a chance wide open. Mishandled the ball going up, lost it with his left hand. Ends up trying to go with an ugly scoop and uh, not able to convert in transition for Wood. And Powell gets the steal from Phillips. Two on one, goes at it himself. No good. Kind of flung it up there, Joe. Not his best look at the basket. Back comes Wood. Cerruti has an open three. Instead drives baseline inside for Funk off the glass and good. And it's a clinic right now for Archbishop Wood, a 25-point lead. Yeah, the game's getting out of hand. The Spurs have to do something to try to make the game more respectable. Stukes has it now. Gets by the defender. Looks off for Kiska. Given a three, takes it. No good. Well long. And there's a rebound for Archbishop Wood. Up is Phillips. This time he'll punctuate it with a two-handed flush. Whoa, that's the story of the game for LaSalle tonight. Missed shots and not getting back in transition defense. Timeout. At this pace, the score might not be very interesting, 
But if you're here live, you just buckle up for a slam dunk contest that's underway now. 59-32, LaSalle trails, and Wood has put it on him here in the second half. We'll take a break and come back for the remainder of the fourth quarter, 6.22 to play. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on BLS, brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Welcome back. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball and Bob Long Sports, 59-32. Bob Long, Jason Bempa, Joe winning alongside. And, you know, Jason, the last 622 here, it's a lot about learning, a lot about getting reps, mm. and a lot about seeing how you're going to play the rest of this year. Yeah, the game's not winnable for LaSalle at this point, but this is important for them to run some plays that they practice their practice, see how much heart they have, and see what they can do. McMahon hits an uncontested three on a good feed from Jared Stukes. Hits it from the left wing pretty long, and it's now 59-35. With a 24-point edge, really surprised to see Colin Gillespie and Pigney come back in this one. Yeah, good good roll to the bucket. <laughs> maybe and Matt hits the two. Maybe insertion of Brett Warner will do the explore some, some good right now. Yeah, that's the point. other that's thing. Point. That, that's exactly right, Jason. Boy, we didn't talk about that since he came out. We haven't seen him since he created an impact in this game. Jack Rothenberg, good drive to the bucket. He'll shoot two at the line. And the early insertion of Brett Malley did, did him good, too. He pressed Colin Gillespie to the full court, and he didn't touch the ball for the plays that he was in. When I thought, Jason, and I'll get Joe in this as well, as Rothenberg set to take his first, the insertion of Brett Malley... And, yeah, coming before Brett Werner was a surprise. Malley has played pretty much exclusively JV this year. I don't know if he's seen a varsity minute. I think that was a wake-up call for the team at that point to try to get Malley in there and say, hey, listen, you know, we know this guy. He's a scrapper. If no one else is going to give that effort, we'll get Malley in there. You know, at some point the quality of Wood just took over, but that was a wake-up call, I thought, at that point when we saw Malley. Yeah, he's a tough kid. He plays football and lacrosse, also plays for LaSalle JV. And finally got some varsity minutes. 61-36. Here's the lob for Pinkney. Catch up good. Good job to come down with that basketball. Gillespie went for the lob, but Pinkney, good awareness to know I got to come down with this. Unbelievable. Seth Pinkney's first points in this game. And there's an easy foul against Pinkney. Yeah. And he's Oop. laughing it off. I'm not sure what he's arguing about. He throws a forearm. I don't think he was laughing. I think he knew that. Oh, okay. He is charged. All right. Yes, sir. And a dumb foul. Who would have thought that Pinkney had two points in the fourth quarter that the game would be how it is right now? Boy, I tell you, that's a good point, Jason. He's probably got about three or four times the blocks that he has points Yeah, tonight. definitely. Has the imprint on the game defensively. Stukes got Pinkney in the air. Couldn't finish off the glass. That's just... The guy altering the shots all night. Here's a three. Cerruti, no good. Rebound. Wallace, no good. Gets his own rebound. And now here comes LaSalle out on the break. He couldn't hit the second shot. Powell just throws it right into the gullet of number five, Keith Otto. Otto loses it as well. Ends up in the hands of Wallace. He's hit. Off the glass. Won't fall. 
but two foul shots upcoming. 63-36 Archbishop Wood, 4.44 to play fourth quarter. And what do we talk about at the beginning of this game? Limiting second chance opportunities. The last possession for Wood, they had two offensive rebounds. Just can't, it, 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 it's the recipe for disaster when you're giving teams second looks at scoring. Yeah. It kills you. Explorers are getting pretty sloppy. They're turning, over, they're turning over the ball. They're not getting offensive rebounds. They're just not doing anything good right now in the fourth quarter. And in comes Tyree Pickron, Andrew Funk, and Julius Phillips. Now, Gillespie comes off, so we'll give the coaching staff, John Mosco, credit for that. But on stays Seth Pinckney, and like we said, Pickron comes on the floor. And Andrew I, Funk. I, I don't get it. Now, Funk didn't start the basketball game, but I got you, Joe. Absolutely. It's one of their key guys. McMahon has it on the baseline, launches the three, a little short. Pickron with the carom, 4.33 to play. And Pickron across the timeline. A lot of st standing around. No one crashing, no one trying to get that second chance look offensive board for the Explorers. The exact opposite from what you're seeing from the Wood Vikings. Joe, you like that matchup inside? Matt McMahon grabbing at Seth Pinckney, giving up about a full foot inside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even when the Explorers had their regular big zone versus Wood Bigs, that's what it looked like all night. Pink need to shoot one and one. LaSalle with their seventh team foul of the half. And over and spin, it's good. And I'll tell you, we talked about Seth Pinkney being kind of raw offensively. But really not a bad looking shot from the from the free throw line. Tucks the elbow in nice, pretty good rotation on the ball. Missed the second free throw. One of two from the line. Chrysler lines up the three, no good. Rebound to Pickron. The sophomore struggles continue tonight. Allen Powell, Conrad Kiska, Zach Chrysler all. Well, the whole team, the whole team really struggling tonight offensively trying to find some type of rhythm which has eluded them all evening. Andrew Funk looks for Pickron. Head fakes at the three-point line, now steps back and drives baseline, gets right by the defender, underneath the glass, uses that to shield himself against Chrysler off the glass and good. Whew. Tyree Pickron, what do you say? Take a bow. You got, yeah. Now you got three Archbishop Wood Vikings in double digits, Colin, Colin Gillespie. Matt Sorrenti and Tyree Pickron. It's becoming like a highlight show for Wood. <laughs> Jared Seuss got to the bucket. A good hesitation dribble. Drew the foul and threw it off the glass. No good on the shot, but two shots upcoming for Jared Stooks. And as the Explorers sit here, they trail 66 to 36 as Stooks misses the first free throw. And, you know... At some point, you tip your cap and say, this Wood team is, is really, really good. And you heard some of the, I guess you'll call it, excitement in, in our voices clearly you know, contracted by LaSalle here. And we love to see the Explorers you know, play hard, play strong. But there are points where you just have to recognize on a broadcast like this, when there's the quality of a team like Archbishop Wood, the quality of finishes, the quality of shots, quality of play. At, you're looking at somewhere between four three and five Division One basketball players on the court right now for Archbishop Wood. As a basketball fan, you have to be able to enjoy it. Julius Phillips through the lane. Scoops, fires, no good. Followed, gets his own rebound and hits. Second chance opportunity, such a killer. Poked away from Allen Powell. 
Able to get it back. Guarded by Phillips in the backcourt. Now gets by him. Hesitation dribble goes baseline. McMahon, hesitation dribble and jump stops. 3.05 to play. Powell early, has it now. Earlier on, Bob, you were talking about putting butts on bodies, and LaSalle has just faded away from that here in the second half, which has led to these second chance offensive board putbacks for the Wood Vikings, which has extended their lead now to 31. McMahon swatted away by Seth Pinckney at the bucket. Now Pickron gets through two defenders and is hit hard by Alan Powell. And that's Powell sitting there saying, this basketball does not get over the front rim. Yeah. Maybe it's about time for the coach for Woods to start pulling some of his starters. Well, and I Joe, I mean. Time. I thought that was the time of the fourth quarter when I saw Colin Gillespie going back into the game with Seth Pickney. I thought it was time to start pulling him out. Yeah. Not put him back in. Listen, I think Jason's point is a fair one, Joe. Maybe that's a point for Alan Powell to say, hey, listen, you know, you want to leave your guys in the game? Okay. But this is a 32-point game. And if your guys are going to be in the game, you know, this isn't John Chaney's stuff here at Temple, but we're going to foul you hard and let you know that we're here still. Big substitution. Good, good to see Danny Selecki checking in for the LaSalle Explorers. One of two Anchelea Subta Academy graduates. <laughs> Brett Malley also into the game. Powell to the bucket, off the glass, no good. Rebound down to number 14, Chris Garland. And now all the players have come off for Wood at that last timeout, or that last foul call, I should say. And they go to all reserves. Danny Selecki, a two-sport athlete, also plays football quarterback for the Explorers. Heck of an athlete and student. Wood works it around the top of the key. Zari Harrison now to the baseline. And we have an unnamed number 13 to the bucket off the glass and good. Didn't get the JV roster here, Joe, but we'll call him Joe Smith, and he takes it to the cup. <laughs> That's Joe just Smith the type of night it's been for LaSalle. <laughs> Rothenberg through the lane off the glass and good. Well, Bob, you said Wood coming in averaging 73 points a game. Right about that mark now at 72. How about it? 137 to play. Open look from the baseline. Good. Number 14, Chris Garland, the freshman guard at 5'10. Man, I tell you, Jason, he's well built. Yeah. There's some similarities there, no doubt about it. I, I think you look at a close similarity with Tyree Pickron when you compare yeah. him to Chris Garland. Both sure. Guys, That's what I was thinking. Frames. Yeah. They kind of look alike, too. <laughs> yeah. You ready for him in two or three years? Heck, maybe next year, guys. Yeah, who knows? Well, Gillespie leaving. This is going to be an opening spot in that starting lineup. Brett Werner has it beyond the three-point line. Now Selecki with 113 to play. Selecki puts it up off the glass, counted, and one. Bang, bang. <laughs> How about it? Danny Selecki getting to the basket, driving to contact the foul. And the, and the opportunity for the old-fashioned three-point play. Joe, you know contact isn't stopping Danny Select. Not one bit. Not <laughs> when he was coached and by one and the only Joe winning at Angelia Sumter Academy. That's accurate. Also, also, also worth mentioning number 20 for the LaSalle Explorers. A favorite of mine, Nick Hoffman. Two-sport athlete as well for the Explorers. Went to Angelia Sumter Academy and you know, as well. You know Selecki gets that shooter's roll, bounces three times on the rim. But the rim can't deny it. No, you can't deny it. You can't deny a graduate of the something. Joe, it's, oh, there's a backcourt violation. Chris Garland stepped into the backcourt, but a bad 
possession there. Zari Harrison you know, picked up the dribble at the wrong spot. That's what created the trouble, but a good job by the Explorers to double. A minute one to play. 75-42. Isaiah Sneed into the basketball game. He dribbles up the floor for the Explorers. Selecki takes it on the handoff. Sneed drives into the lane. Ball taken away, but it's fouled. No, it's a kick. kick? Just a kick. Nope, wow. nope, there's the foul. No so the trip is the call. This guy's got me all messed up. Boy, I tell you. Right? The kicking motion. Come on, man. So now Sneed with the 17 foul against Wood. We go to the line for one and one. Lefty <laughs> shot is good. My friend Sneed with, <laughs> with a varsity bucket. There it is. Got the shot. May need to, you know, pretty up the stroke a little bit, but if it goes down, it goes down. Yeah. Am I right, Jason? Yeah, it's a little ugly. You could do a little perfecting. I'll let him know about it. <laughs> Selecki with the board. Off the glass. Boom! Left-handed finish. Joe winning loves it. Selecki can't be stopped. <laughs> Joe, it's one of my favorite storylines of these LaSalle games. You know, you, you hope that LaSalle's up big when that happens, and that certainly happened at times, but... When Selecki gets in there and gets a bucket, there's nobody more excited in the gym than you. You better believe it, baby. Never thought being down by 30, I'd have a smile on my ear from side to side. But you know what? It's just it's great for, for my alma mater, Anchelay Assumpt Academy, the kids that I coach now, to see the impact that Anchelay players have here at LaSalle College High School. Zari Harrison dribbles with eight, now down to seven. 75-45. Mally guards. And now they back off. That's the ball game, 75-45. A 30-point win for Archbishop Wood. Brett Malley now into the face. And here we go for the second time in three games. Teams nearly getting to fisticuffs. Gillespie being pulled away. And now the handshake line's going to happen right in front of us, guys. We'll see how this goes. Now, you know, head coach Joe Dempsey getting right in the middle of it. Great job. Let a cooler heads prevail. It was just frustration at the end of a tough game. Nothing more than that. Nothing yep. more than that. Yep, and no issues there. Brett Malley, a very tough kid, Joe. He's going to play to the final whistle every single game, and, you know, perhaps Garland not thrilled with that and perhaps not necessary. But the story of this game, Archbishop Wood has a phenomenal basketball team. And you look back at Father Judge, beating them in the first game of Philadelphia Catholic League play, you have to be impressed by that result looking back because now Father Judge, you know, they lose to Archbishop Ryan tonight, but they find themselves at 500. On the other side, Archbishop Wood now 5-1 in the league, 11-3 overall, and now sitting in second place, tied with Roman Catholic, sets up a marquee battle on Thursday night at Archbishop Ryan. Newman Garetti against Archbishop Wood, their third straight road home game, if you will. Doesn't matter whether you're in the confines of home or not. Beating Carroll, throttling LaSalle, and now they go to play Newman Garetti at Archbishop Ryan. Jason, your thoughts? Yeah, this Wood team is a dangerous one. Early on, they're looking like they maybe can contend and fight Newman for the Catholic League Championship, but don't forget, LaSalle, they still have a chance if they can build on certain things. They'll still have a chance to be back in the mix, but right now, it's Wood and Garetti here at the top. 75-45 the final score. Joe, let me get a final thought from you tonight. Well, this is going to go outside the bounds of tonight's game, and I'm actually going to jump right where your head was just at with the upcoming matchup between Newman and Wood. 
what a matchup that's going to be between. Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, no, what, what a matchup that's going to be uh, between Seth Pinkney and and Demir Cosby Roundtree. You like that? <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Demir Cosby Roundtree, who by the way just scored his 1,000th point. Unbelievable! What a battle! I I, I don't foresee a thousand points in Seth Pinkney's future. But I see a big Division One scholarship offer coming some, somewhere in addition to the two he's already got from Temple and UMass. Yes, it's sir. It's going to be one heck of a battle with two teams that can really block shots. And my final thought is this. Colin Gillespie, boy, he, he's the and real as deal. As advertised. As advertised is right. We came into the game talking about the six guys from the Catholic League since 2005 that have gone to Villanova. Tony Chenault, most recently, 13 and 14, played for two years after coming back from Wake Forest. Malik Waynes played for three years, 2010 to 2012, from Roman Catholic. Reggie Redding from St. Joe's Prep, 2007 to 2010, a four-year player. Shane Clark, Bilal Ben, and Kyle Lowry, all from the years 2005 to 2009. Now, Bilal Ben ended up transferring to Niagara. Shane Clark, his last year was 2009, and Lowry obviously went to the NBA after just two years. All from Cardinal Doherty, and we mentioned Chenault. He's from Newman Garetti. Next in line, Colin Gillespie from Archbishop Wood. And we got to say we saw him in a big-time performance from yeah. him. And you know what, Bob, I'll tell you, I thought originally, you know, maybe it had a little bit to do with losing out on quad A green, sure. the interest for sure. Colin. But Colin Gillespie can play, man. I mean, if it wasn't going to be at Villanova, he was getting interest from the likes of Notre Dame, Virginia, Stanford. It was going to be somewhere big. I think Villanova, maybe I'm wrong, Villanova might have gotten, gotten a Nice little fit for little, their program. Little steal, absolutely. And, you know, Virginia, right? I'm, I'm obviously happy that he's going to Villanova. Looking forward to seeing him. How good a fit would he, would have, would he have been under Tony Bennett at well, Virginia? Yeah, but you probably say the same thing about Jay yes, Wright. You can. You, right? Yes, you can. We're excited to see what Colin Gillespie does, but tonight he was phenomenal. Jason, a final thought out of you. Uh, tonight was a good game. Colin Gillespie proved to be as good as his Villanova offer. Some people said he was overrated before the game, but he proved tonight that he wasn't scoring 20 points. It was a really good game. The Explorers, they have to work on certain things, like the bigs have to get some rebounds. After playing a good possession of defense, they can't allow the team, the other team to get an offensive rebound. And they got to hit threes, too. I mean, I think this LaSalle team is going to struggle until they can open up against the defenses. And uh, for now, back to the drawing board. One day of practice. And then on the road against Newman Garetti to face uh, <laughs> another Villanova commit. Demir Cosby Roundtree and a University of Kentucky commit, Quad A Green. Well, hopefully Paulus is ready for that game because they're going to need some three-pointers to try to stay in the game and score with Newman. Now a public service announcement. We don't have confirmation that we're able to do that game yet. A very packed, tiny gymnasium, issues with power, possibly Internet. So unfortunately at this point we're going to leave you and bid you adieu from Arcadia not knowing when our next broadcast is, we'll let you know on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can follow us on Twitter for all our LaSalle programming this year. But after that, home for McDevitt and home for Roman Catholic, the 27th and 29th next weekend, respectively. For my color commentators, Jason Bempa, Joe Winning, I'm Bob Long saying so long from Arcadia University. What a pleasure. What a pleasure it was doing the game with you. Wish, you be- wish it would have been a better outcome. But Jason, really a lot of fun. Bob, always fun, and uh, thank you for letting me be a part of it as always. Hey, thank you for being a part of it, Jason. Thank you for reaching out earlier this year, having an interest in being a part of our team. 
and uh, and I know we're talking about getting a recap out at some point. Looking forward to seeing what you can do from a writing perspective as well. It's uh, it's wonderful for you to get involved at the high school level. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Had a good time tonight with you guys. Been having a good time all season, and it's always good to see some basketball. Jason Bempa, the junior from LaSalle College High School, he'll be back with us throughout the rest of the year. And until next time, I'm Bob Long. So long.